Lucky Land slots, you can get lucky just about anywhere. Dearly beloved, we are gathered here today to... Has anyone seen the bride and groom? Sorry, sorry, we're here. We were getting lucky in the limo and we lost track of time. No, Lucky Land Casino, with cash prizes that add up quicker than a guest registry. In that case, I pronounce you lucky. Play for free at LuckyLandSlots.com. Daily bonuses are waiting. No purchase necessary. Void were prohibited by law. 18 plus. Terms and conditions apply. See website for details. Shopping for humans is hard. Shopping for your dog is easy, thanks to Bark. Every month, we deliver toys and treats just for your dog. Whether it's fun plush or tough toys for heavy chewers, we spoil all the dogs. Subscribe now and get a free upgrade at BarkBox.com slash iHeart. Had enough of those supplements that leave you feeling nothing? Symbiotica is your solution to great-tasting all-natural supplements that actually work. Crafted with premium plant-based ingredients, their products have no seed oils, fillers, or artificial nonsense. It's just pure goodness in every pouch. Try them out and actually feel the difference today. Visit Symbiotica.com and use code IHEART for 15% off plus free shipping on your subscription order. Again, that's 15% off plus free shipping on your subscription order. Go to Symbiotica.com. That's C-Y-M-B-I-O-T-I-K-A dot Welcome to AutoZone. What are you working on today? Brakes? We can save you 15% on that. We have OE quality Duralask brake pads and rotors in stock, ready for pickup or delivery. We also have calipers, brake fluid, tools, and anything else you'll need to do the job right. When you get Duralask pads and rotors together, you'll save 15%. It's just part of what makes us America's number one brakes destination. What's up, everybody? This is Johnny of the Johnny Drinks Podcast, and this intro was not written by me. It was written by ChatGBT, so here we go. Ladies and gentlemen, get ready to invest your ears in the electrifying world of finance with the one and only Jim Cramer. As the host of CNBC's Mad Money, Jim's a true titan in the financial industry with decades of experience and an unbridled passion for all things money. Each week, Jim brings his trademark energy and expertise to help you make informed decisions about your investments and navigate the ever-changing landscape of the market. So fasten your seatbelts and get ready to ride the waves of the stock market with Jim Cramer, the one and only Mad Money Maestro. Now, we didn't just talk about Mad Money today. We talked also about Phosphoro, which is Lisa, his wife's new mezcal. And I got to say, this stuff is delicious. So if you want to listen in on what is probably the most entertaining podcast we've had to date, sit back, relax, and enjoy this week's episode of the Johnny Drinks Podcast. When I was growing up, we used to watch Good Morning America, and the guy was like, go make it a great day. I'm like that. Have a, have a great day. And like, uh, uh, <laughs> Did you always have this energy? or was Yeah. It, really? Yeah. Even growing up? Yeah, my dad had it. I got it. Kind of caught it from him, I guess. Yeah. But I like it. Were you into this stuff in high school, like when you were growing up? Yeah. You were? Yeah. So you were obsessed with what, just financials and stuff? I like just it. liked it. I like business. Yeah. I like business. I mean, one of the things that has made it different for me is that when I talk to business, like I talked to Al Kelly today. Today was Al's last day at Visa. We met him at the Super Bowl in 2012. It, 2018. No, no, we met him at the Seahawks one. Oh, was okay. That? Yeah, and... He called me to thank me for liking business and for mentioning that he thought I that I said he did a good job. I said, well, yeah, your stock tripled. You made a fortune for people. You gave a big dividend. Mm. What's not to like? He goes, well, you know, there's people who are critical of me. I said, Al, I have no idea what those people are about. You're Hall of Fame. You want to criticize Hall of Fame, be my guess. I think Hall of Fame stands out. And he was like, you know, he he gets choked up. But the fact is, is... He's a fantastic CEO. He's gave it up after 10 years because that's what they do at that company. Uh, Charlie Scharf had the job before, before he went to, you know, he 
retired, then he came back to run Wells. But I, you know, these are titans. Al Kelly's a titan. Great Visa was a two hundred billion dollar company mm. when he started. It's a five hundred billion dollar company for heaven's sake. I mean, oh, I, gosh. you know, and he was like, you know, geez, do you think I did a good job? I said, what, what, what are you talking about? I was like, <laughs> Measured by yeah. that growth. Alone? Do you think I Andy? Think so. Do you think Andy reads this back? Says, oh, do you think I did a good job? <laughs> Probably. Yeah. yeah. Well, to Tammy. His yeah. wife. <laughs> yeah. So anyway, what do we need to do? Wow. We're all great. yours. Well, we've already started kind of just Yeah, we're good. Rolling. We're rolling. rolling. Good, I like this, that. This is, well, no, if we're rolling, well, yeah. then I've rolled too hard. Oh. With, <laughs> with, with well, my wife's fabulous mask on. A little too much rolling. You need a little freshen up, a little fresher up. when you get I'm busy talking. Well, we have it right here. We can crash what you like. Let me go with my wife's pinka. Go ahead. Just crack it open. No, that the pink is the other one, John. No, that's no, it. No, he's got the right one. I'm sorry. I'm sorry. I'm, Good call. I, this was blocked. Here he goes again. I, no, Here he goes again. This was blocked. Oh, you couldn't see the, the black I, and the I white. Swear, I, I swear. This blocked my eye. I'm like, look, oh, she designed the bottle. It's very interesting. You were saying earlier about what a bottle looks like, how important it is. Mm. Tom Mass is one of our partners who uh, did rum chata. The first time I said, listen, uh, Lisa and I are thinking about getting the liquor business. And he goes, okay, bottle, distribution, taste. I said, no, taste, taste, taste. But Bottle she listens. Distribution it's a little, it's a taste. Well, he's saying it's it a third. more comprehensive conversation. Right. Well, he's just saying that the bottle matters. What my global Thank ambassador you. for taste is boiling it down right. to. Oh, well, it's just that I didn't oh. understand the importance, and she did. That's interesting. And she kept designing it. I said, well, you just get the damn bottle out. We just get the bottle. It was ceramic. I wanted ceramic. And then no, they brought. No. I tried ceramic. Well, try anything. And I told you in the beginning it, it would not work. work. Well, you're, you're, the black, the pink, it looks ceramic. I mean, not so obviously it's glass. So there's actually but. a tradition in Mexico of storing mezcal in black ceramic. Oh, okay. And so, so that is a bit of a nod. That whole bottle is a nod to Puebla, Tobala, sure. the history of mezcal, anything sure. that, you know. All right, so here we are. We're diving right into yeah. the spirit of choice, which is the Phosphoro Mezcal. Well, we're honored right? we to have, be yeah. on your, on your podcast. Have, it's, yeah. it's great to have. It's great that you do <laughs> and the origination that you have and that your taste and your uh, understanding, as she has, of the greatness. Yeah, well, well Lisa's the... This is her passion now, right? So, Lisa, I'm going to uh, introduce you of way of sorts to, um, you know, anyone who's certainly listening thousands and thousands of people that are probably going to listen to this and uh you know you have a, a background that's similar to mine we have a lot in common you and i really so, yeah yep yep so you're in the real estate market mm -hmm. business for mm -hmm. over 18 years yes right how is that right fun I'm Fun. laying it a little bit low because I got something <laughs> else course. taking up my time. Yeah, and it's a good time to lay it low because yeah. uh, it's low. It's yeah. real estate's low, and we're gonna talk to the big guy about some of that. Um, but I'm in uh, real estate market as well as an investor, uh, but in mortgage financing for 30 years. So over 30 years in the real estate business, our common thread, real estate. The other common thread, which may be a shocker to some, is alcohol and real estate somehow intertwine. Right, they somehow those who are in the real estate market tend to enjoy the alcohol, the alcoholic spirits. Right, mm -hmm. so now you've come up with uh, this next project, I guess that's uh, on the forefront. And so, tell us a little bit about the difference between this mezcal, your, you know, baby here, and some of the other products that might be out there. Um, so, Fosforo is a mezcal made in Puebla. 
Mm. Puebla, Mexico just got its designation from the Mexican government about four or five years ago for the production of mezcal. The Mexican government heavily regulates tequila production, and they have started to do a little bit of that in mezcal production. But um, there are about 12 or 13 states in Mexico that are allowed to produce mezcal. Puebla just got its CRM recently. Uh, so there aren't a lot of products on the market that are made in Puebla. Happy to say this is made from a tobala plant, mm. which is otherwise known as the king of the agave or the butterfly agave mm. because it has these beautiful arches on the outside of its leaves, otherwise known as its pencas. Um, it's a plant that takes about eight to fifteen years to maturity, so, right. it's, so it's a sits long, in the ground. It's long gonna, It's going to get plant. a lot of the earth. It's going to yes. get a lot of its uh, its flavor from. Yeah. Right. Unlike the other mezcals that are made with the. No, actually, um, I think this is what difference differentiates mezcal from tequila because tequila is heavily regulated and tequila has to be made with fifty one percent blue agave. Mm -hmm. There are limited numbers of agaves that can be used to produce tequila. It has to be blue agave right. in its base. Um, mezcal can be made with up to 40 different varieties. And so agave grows all over Mexico. It grows in the lowlands, it grows in the highlands, it grows in high water concentration, low water concentration. So each of those factors affect what kind of plant and product and is, yeah, yeah being produced right. yeah, yeah exactly yeah. and then even the process of mezcal making um, that's cool that's a great story yeah. right yeah i mean really that, that's something i don't know if you have you ever seen a video on how they do it you understand how they i've they, seen like little clips but never yeah. in depth and you guys that's the reason why you started this right you went there and experienced it yourself so actually we have a house in san miguel de allende right. so we've been going mm. to mexico for 20 years. That sounds like an um, invitation, by the way. Yeah, you know it is. Absolutely. I took it away. I took it. I, I can't it. believe we're going. Done your way. Absolutely. Done your way. Let's go. See, you want to travel so bad. Without a doubt. One thing at a time, Jeff. Friendliest town. Never locked the door ever. <laughs> it's an amazing place. Okay. An amazing place. Um, but we stayed out really late one night in the center of San Miguel. And we were at a restaurant in town in Centro, and uh, we were talking to some of the guys who work in the kitchen. Like, what are you doing later? What's going on in Centro? Are you going to a bar? Are you going to a club? Blah, blah, blah. And one of them brought out this plastic milk jug filled with homemade mezcal. Mm. And we had it that night for the first time. And um, Jim, who had always been a single malt scotch drinker. Mm -hmm. um, Snob. <laughs> yeah, total Jack sob. Is. Yeah, pretty much. Uh, switched that night, and it was wow. very strange. Wow. And that was probably, I don't know, 16 years ago. ago. But what's interesting is is that I didn't want it because of the same predilection. Why? You know, and why didn't you well, want it? Because of the same prejudice that a lot of people have toward Mezcal, which is it's, I don't want some low life with worm mm. nonsense. Because yeah. you know, I was uneducated. Um, and and you, you can't give everyone a drink of mezcal for them to know that it's not the mezcal that they thought. But what they were giving me was, even though it was in a plastic jug, had all the qualities I liked of Lagavulin, which is my favorite, a little bit like Lafroy, but uh, lighter. Mm. And not the kind of thing that I would ever, uh, I would say uh, that you can't make a drink out of Lagavulin. 
you drink Lagavulin syrup. I saw a canvas of what you could do. Now, see, someone with your talent can oh. take what we're doing and take yeah. it to another level. Yeah, have some but fun with it. I'm also happy to drink it yeah. straight out. Yeah. And it's funny because you say that you saw the canvas, but yet every time you take a drink of mezcal, you have it straight up. Well, I mean, I don't. I'm in the presence of creativity. If I knew how to make a damn drink, I would probably do it. <laughs> I mean, I think it's a big deal when you have the big rock. You know, yeah. it's not the big like, rock. Well, we talked about that, and, yeah. and the interesting part is, so this is really the first time I've got to sip it and enjoy it. Right. Yeah. The first time we met, we tasted it in these little, you know, we were in the diner. And it was sure. breakfast. Yeah, it was breakfast. Good diner. Yeah, well, that was a nice time to taste it. <laughs> Jersey diners, before, can we just say? Delicious. Before we ate. Yeah, Jersey yeah. diners are fabulous. Jersey, Jersey diners lead the way. Mm -hmm. uh, but so, so anyway, that being said, now I'm, I'm getting to sip it and enjoy it and understand the differences. And even some of the things that Lisa, you started to talk about was not only the plant and how long it sits in the ground and what mm -hmm. it gets from the earth which is very important. And uh, it's that process after harvest and mm -hmm. how they bake it. Yeah. All right. But the baking process, and you tell yeah. me if I'm missing something here, but uh, after they harvest it and they cut it down, they have to lay it in this, in the, a strategic pit so that it all fits so with a, a purpose. Yeah. yeah. So a pit is dug in the ground mm -hmm. and you, most palenques, which is the place where you make mezcal, mm -hmm. Um, have existing pits in the ground that are lined with brick. And if fire is mm -hmm. started in the pit, mostly of mesquite and oak wood spread out, and then the peñas, which are the harvested right. centers of the heart of the agave. Right. After they cut all the leaves off, yep, right? Yep, got Are it. put into the pit, mm -hmm. covered in dirt, yes. covered in plastic, yes. usually. Yes. Um, you know, ceremoniously blessed mm -hmm. and yeah. thanked and then they're left there for a eight to ten days yeah. usually and, and they pour water on top which is interesting right they pour some water on top and it, it that's only for this it's not all places do that that's only for esteem if somebody oh, okay. is looking for a right. different method oh, of production okay, gotcha, for gotcha, okay. steam um the Pits are left, and it's mm. amazing. The Palenque is this very alive place. There are animals running around. There's mm. the turkey that's about to be, you know, killed for the pachuga. <laughs> There's, you know, fires going all the time, harvesting going on. So once the um, agave is roasted, it's taken out of the ground and chopped up. And there are several methods by which it can be chopped up. It can be chopped up using a tahona, which is an old-fashioned stone. stone that yep. goes around. Mm -hmm. Our palenque happens to use a very fast method. It's cut with a uh, machete into pieces and thrown through a wood chipper. Oh, really? Which yeah. Oh, that's interesting. Yeah. yeah, which creates that kind of pulp. And then the pulp is put into uh, old wooden barrels and left uncovered, covered in water. And the naturally occurring yeast in the air actually ferments the liquid. Wow. And the mezcalero, again, he's a fourth generation. He's a guy who's learned this as a child from his sure. father and his father's father. He knows when the yeast is kind of done its job mm -hmm. and has created a liquid that is then distilled. Right, they know they taste it. It's if it needs to stay or you know yeah. leave it there a little longer. And it's amazing yeah. to see these pits because these pits are alive. 
there's bubbling going on, there's stuff mm. moving around, and you know there's no air in the, mm. you know, no yeah. wind in the air, but it, it's the activity of the yeast that is causing sure. the stuff to happen. That's, that's amazing. Yeah, well, it's chemistry. really cool. I mean, this is why, uh, you know, we, we enjoy the, the end result. Down to the, yeah. the Pearl's method of finding that's a, That's for the percentage the, of alcohol. percentage of alcohol. Yeah. It's a chemistry lesson, how much yeah, alcohol you have exactly. in. Yeah, exactly. How long of a process is that normally? It depends upon the weather. Mm. If you have, you know, cloudy, gross days, uh, you're probably going to get yeast that's a little bit more sluggish. Mm. If you have light, windy, hot days, it's, it's going to be a whole other thing. And it's pretty incredible how it is dependent upon what's going on outside. So I guess when, when do you know it's finished? The mezcalero is... He's the... Yeah, he knows. Sure. Yeah, it's not me on. calling it. Right, right, That's for sure. <laughs> yeah. But Lisa found yeah. it's a husband and wife, and Lisa correctly, if you're going to many, many different places, uh, correctly discern character. Absolutely. People who really understand mm. the importance to her. And you like Marianne? Mm. Yeah. Um, you know, we went down there, and I, the Palenque, the Mezcalero and his wife, always put on a big meal for visitors it's you know a sign of respect and mm, part sure. custom and, and you're probably hungry yeah so, absolutely oh, yeah. but you it's a lot travel. of work um because you're out in the middle of nowhere sure. and mariana who's the mezcalero's wife um you know is cooking and cleaning so of course i ran in and helped her in the outside kitchen and um oh i was doing my part the whole time i was drinking yeah, you were You're the ambassador. You're the ambassador, sure. And Mariana, so Aron, who is the mezcalero, is truly um, a genius at farming. He's figured out a way to semi-cultivate a lot of the agave that don't reproduce um, by mm. shooting out little tiny plants. He actually harvests seeds and then has nurseries growing. Um, he spent a lot of time acquiring land around him and planting semi-cultivated agave. So he knows when a plant is ready, he knows the mezcal production, but it's really his wife who handles the business element of it. And, um, you know, she and I talked about this collaboration and what we were going to do. And, you know, between Google Translate and WhatsApp, we figured out that we were both kind of in line. Cool. Um, and here we are. Yeah, and we're enjoying and here the, we are. the fruits of the labor, as they say, right? Yeah. And, and this you. is it was that's a exactly. great story. Um, it's pretty amazing. It was interesting the first time that uh, it was shared with me, uh, with you when we we met you guys, and and Jimmy had shared it with me on the telephone and the differences. So yeah, you, you guys are on your way. You have a great product. Uh, um, Thank you. You're all over social media in in respects. I know your commitment to you know making sure people understand the story and, and get an opportunity to try it. Yeah. They, they should try it because it's worth it. Um, it is at a price point that is going to be for a special occasion. Right. We want to be Very respectful to, to it. it's not, yeah. it's, it's not for everybody for a first purchase, but it is definitely when people ask us, I want to get my dad. I want to get my mom. I want to buy my, you know, my wife, my significant other, a, a special gift. This is a great opportunity. This is what you want to buy. It's different. No one else is going to have it. And you will not be disappointed in it. So cheers oh, again cheers. to you guys for that. Yeah. 
Thank you. Yeah. So, but but thanks again for that story. I want to actually just um, pivot a little bit to the guy in the suit. And and for those who are watching and listening, there's a, believe it or not, Jim, there's a younger generation of people that say, Jim Cramer, wait, isn't that that guy that was on Living Color and he was dancing? That's not the Cramer, that's the wrong guy. That's the Seinfeld, you're you're way off. Just, okay. So this guy, (laughs) before there was the iconic ring tap and the sound bite of Emerald Lagasse that went bam. Bam. There was a guy who came up with this catchphrase. Booyah. Booyah. No, say loud. Which was Come radio. on, give me the real booyah. booyah. There you <laughs> it was go. radio. Yeah. Uh, because I used to have a radio show for many years. <laughs> and I had callers. And someone had made a lot of money with, I don't talk about this much, but someone made a lot of money with one of the things I'd recommended. And he was from the, the NOLA, whatever he was his, the, it was my affiliate. Mm. They were a great affiliate. And he said, look, I don't know what, I'm not going to imitate his southern accent because I'm just not good at that. But I don't know what you people up north say when someone has made you a lot of money. But down here we say, booyah. Wow. And the next day, a woman from Manhasset called. And she goes, I heard that southern fellow say, booyah. And I too made money on that. So, booyah. Wow. And then, of course, that my producer it. said wow. to me, do you know that I screened a bunch of calls and everyone was fascinated by that term? Do you mind if I put a bunch of people through who are going to say booyah? And I said, frankly, I, I, you're in radio. I, I, I'm talent. Mm. Um, but the next day and then the next day. And then, by the way, when I left radio, I moved over wait, to wait, TV. What year are we in, by the way? This what? is 2001 to oh, 2006. Wow. When I left radio in 2006, because I was getting nodes in my throat because I was speaking so many words. Uh, and you scream a lot. And I scream. Okay. I scream way too much. Does he ever? What, what happened is, is that in the first call I got on the show, because <laughs> I had lightning rounds, just, hi, this is, you know, it's going to be like Pete from, mm-hmm. da- from, Pete from Denver. Uh, <laughs> and before I get started, I just want to say, booyah. And I'm Love like, it. oh my God. The, wow. the radio guys are listening to the TV show. So again, so cool. you know, it's all organic so and cool. people like to hear it. And that's yeah. how it started. Now, is that trademarked? Is that something? Have I you trademarked that? I did not trade, trademark. All right, make a note. Maroof, trademark that. I bet you Bam. I bet you Bam's trademarked. Well, I'm going well, to trademark Booyah. <laughs> I don't think you can trademark Booyah. You can't trademark a statement? I think it's or, too common. Why? It's not like it's make, putting it, it make on it up. Label. Booyah. Who else says Booyah except the guys down south? Well, that's true. Well, the, the right. All right, so so let's you know what I want. I want to like just keep on this this sure. line just on this line a little I bit. I usually don't talk about so, this stuff, which is good. So, um, you know, my my first Judy was boring. Hello. Then Judy discovered chumbacasino.com. It's my little escape. Now Judy's the life of the party. Oh baby, Mama's bringing home the bacon. Whoa, take it easy, Judy. <laughs> The Chumba Life is for everybody. So go to ChumbaCasino.com and play over 100 casino-style games. Join today and play for free for your chance to redeem some serious prizes. ChumbaCasino.com. No purchase necessary. Voidware prohibited by law. 18 plus terms and conditions apply. See website for details. Shopping for humans is hard. Shopping for your dog is easy, thanks to Bark. Every month, we deliver toys and treats just for your dog. They deserve to be spoiled anyway. At Bark, we send your dog a whole new collection of toys and treats made just for them every single month. Whether it's our fun plush toys from BarkBox 
or our ultra-tough toys from Super Chewer. We give your dog exactly what they want. For a limited time, we'll double your first box for free. To get your free upgrade, go to BarkBox.com slash iHeart. Had enough of those supplements that leave you feeling nothing? Symbionica is your solution to great-tasting, all-natural supplements that actually work. Crafted with premium plant-based ingredients, their products have no seed oils, fillers, or toxins. Try them out and actually feel the difference today. Visit Symbiotica.com and use code IHEART for 15% off plus free shipping on your subscription order. Again, that's 15% off plus free shipping on your subscription order. Go to Symbiotica.com. C-Y-M-B-I-O-T-I-K-A.com. With every CBD product claiming to do something different, it's nearly impossible to decide what's best for you. Lazarus Naturals pioneered the farm-to-front-door model of transparency where they handle each step of the production process to ensure quality potency, and consistency. Scannable labels allow you to see the test results of your hemp batch so you can be confident in the safety and quality. Visit LazarusNaturals.com today. Lazarus Naturals. It's not about being the best in the world. It's about doing what's best for the world. Not available in Idaho, Iowa, or South Dakota. Uh, encounter with you as a younger guy. You know, I'm, I'm 10 years younger than you. And you know, in the, in the early 2000s. You're 35? Uh, I'm, I'm. <laughs> <laughs> I had to give it a Actually, shot. you and I, I you and I, you're, we're five days away. Your birthday's the 10th. Mine's the, mine's the 5th right. of February. Wow. So that's wow. why we you're get along too, my man. It, there's, there's like Count a huge. Right. Happy birthday. Yeah, yeah. Total, the, no, I'm is, the 5th, I actually you're the 10th. Like this. You're the 10th, right? Yes, yeah. I Okay, good. So that's good. And And so, oh, oh, sorry about that. Jimmy. There's Jimmy back there. Sorry about that. Um, uh, so the sound of ice that's, that's our phone a friend connection I hear you now disturbing sorry about that sorry so back to our point not only we share a very small window of birthdays um, but I was first introduced to you and you know financial markets unless you're in them or you're really astute you, you know, they're boring and they're a little unnerving they're unnerving and what you did for me personally, and I know a lot of other people, you made it interesting to watch. Like you made it comfortable um, to 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 want to like ask questions, and that's important because a lot of people wouldn't ask questions since they didn't want to seem like they're stupid. And and you made it like when and you first did the Mad Money Show with all the bells and the whistles, literally the bells and the whistles. Those who don't know who he is, I should have said it earlier. Go Google it, go YouTube it, sure. check him out because. You created a, a movement. You created a movement for a lot of people to become genuinely interested in their money. And I've listened to you for a long time, and I'm certain there's a benefit to a lot of younger people that need to re-engage with a guy like you. Well, first of all, yeah. thank you, Johnny. I yeah. am restarting after multiple years of absence my college tour. Going around the country. Mm. I've done 19 colleges. I'm going to be in University of Miami. Cool. I know we've got different time constraints here, but I'm being, I'm University of Miami. I've got a lot of other schools I want to go to. But the main thing I have tried to do was explain it as if I was talking to my mom. Yep, you did. Now, my mom, yeah. when I was at Goldman Sachs, she would call me. My mom was sick. And she would say, she used to call me at the opening every day. She says, Jimmy, I want to buy five shares of, of Giant. Which was a uh, supermarket chain. Oh, yeah, supermarket, right. And I say, Ma, I don't know if you'd like that. And she <laughs> said, Well, why? I like the shop there. I said, Well, Ma, there's other things involved. You know, they've got these big competitors and, 
you know, Walmart's moving into grocery and it's a very hard business. Mm. She goes, yeah, but you see, Jimmy, my store is very nice. I said, absolutely, mom. But, you know, there's 500 and we don't know whether the others are that nice. And I realized, you know, when you're talking to your mother, you can't be a smartest. All right. You can't say, Ma, are you like kidding me? What the hell do you know about you? No, stop it. She's trying to learn. She's taking, she's mm. countering my objections with personal insight that is better than I have. And you meld it together. And that's what I try to do. We talk about, I talk about this with Lisa a lot, which is that if you think that you know everything, then you know nothing. Mm. And yeah. I find that when I discuss stocks with people, they are Louise Kramer. And you better remember who they are because otherwise <laughs> you've forgotten where you're from. And I'm very proud of the fact that I think I got my mom from point A to point B where she understood that it was not enough to like a, a store. You had to know how a company was doing. Sure. Yeah. And if I can do that, then I, I've got oh, that's I've awesome. somewhere. Yeah, that's you kind have. Of, yeah, yeah, you my have. mom is the person who's watching. And I'd like to think her grandson's watching. Her, we got to get them all. Yeah. But you, there you, is a, there's a, it's commercial. Yeah, yeah, you've gotten somewhere and then you've come back and you're going to reinvent yourself. And so I, I, oh, thank you. That, that's, that's some of what I was trying to explain to John when we were talking about this. And, and again, he, he knows who you were knows who you are better today than even before we first introduced you. the name. Yeah. Um, and I'm like, you know, this is an iconic person. And you created what you have in your world and earned every bit of it. And a lot of people don't understand what that takes sometimes. You know, we talked yeah, before. I'm out there. Yeah, you're out there. You, you, you don't sleep a lot. <laughs> you put your, your energy in every day. Uh, and there's no doubt that that's going to translate into so many other things. Um, I'm, I'm you know. blessed. Lisa yeah. is my strength. Yeah. Yeah. I can come back and there's a safety zone where no yeah. one, Lisa, can, sure. can make me understand that what, no matter what they said about me, I have, it was a good day. Mm. It was a good day. Yeah, it's, it's good to come home did. to somebody that actually appreciates yeah. you, right? Yeah. Yeah. Or Delson's. <laughs> I well, maybe not every day, well, but every once day. in a while, it's okay. And it's Wednesday. She will remind me it's post pandemic. That was post. cool. You had that pandemic excuse for. Yeah. But so, the pandemic excuse for what? Right. For that no, Monday yeah. drinking. Oh yeah. Oh, yeah. That's, oh, a, that's oh, Tuesday. Wow. Well, if it wasn't for and it wasn't for that podcast. You know, Johnny Drinks was born during the pandemic. That's yeah, that's how that's it started so for true. us. And I think it's fantastic. Yeah, yeah. it just Thank it you. came to us. Social media came to us. The one day you turned the camera on your father and said, hmm. "Make was, me a drink." Yeah, it was well. That was pre-quarantine. It was right before it. February. And then yeah. video did really well, and we had nothing else to do. Kind of like Jim's saying, oh. and we're like, "Let's okay. just keep drinking and keep filming it." <laughs> and that's well, where uh, that's where we Miguel uh, in Brooklyn, and the artistry that you bring to it is very unusual. Oh, thank you. Yeah. He's actually cool. not a bartender. Well, no, I'm a home tender. Well, I never professed to be. That's the ironic part of the brand. Yeah. Like, look, I mean, there was, was it Mozart's birthday yesterday. No, two days ago. Two days ago. ago. He's like the only guy who was actually trained. Right? I mean, most of these other guys are freelancers. Listen, yeah. Like Beethoven, big freelancer. <laughs> that's like him he's a free, he's a free Beethoven you're using yeah, you're analogy. using Beethoven and Johnny Drinks in the same sentence well, wow write that, that down right wow Maruf do something with that will you so I, um, I I love that story about your mom and I think other people should learn from that and apply that to like you said not only their mothers but people in general I think people yeah. like to gatekeep a lot of things and make themselves feel smarter and they don't want other oh people my to God, know what they so, know I, mean, I see it in sports a lot because I think right. sports and there'll be people who I mean I once had Andy Reid say something very funny he's a coach mm. of the Chiefs um, 
I said to him, you know, Coach, I was thinking, what would happen if you lined up Westbrook? <laughs> Not to the right, but to the left. Have him have about another five yards. Make it so you put him up a little, and then you had a wide receiver right. <laughs> You're kidding he goes, here's what, here's what would happen. You're a fan, and you don't know anything. And that's what would happen. There you go. Nothing. <laughs> and, and, and I was like, no, no, see, Coach, I've watched every game. He goes, that's mm. great, Jim. That's, I bet you you've enjoyed that. So, but, you know, I've gained a level of – and he goes, you've gained nothing. But <laughs> players, huddle up, huddle up. He calls all the players over. He whistles. He goes, this guy's name's Jim Cramer. No way. He will give his business card to anybody he wants. If you anyone has a question about stocks or their money, Jim, would you help them? I said, absolutely. I did it for years. I only got two phone calls. <laughs> really? Yeah. Wow. I got two phone calls. Wow. And they were both from guys who were very smart. Who wanted to know what penny stocks, whatever, mm -hmm, you know, mm -hmm. and I said to them something that I learned very early when I was at Goldman Sachs: you only need to get rich once. Mm. Don't lose your money, mm. and then have to get rich a second time. You'll yeah. be too old. Isn't that something? And they were right? all yeah. very, they're two very grateful people. I put them in one of them in bonds. He said, "No, no, I want action. I want action. So mm. you a lot of on-field action. Don't need the off-field action." Isn't that right. interesting? That, that that you just—that's a profound statement right there. You work so hard to earn your money. Well, we'll keep it. Okay, yes. it's what you save, right? Just, well, let's, like let's you and it. Lisa. Yeah. It doesn't have to be stocks. Mm -hmm. I learned that real estate. Mm -hmm. I didn't know Lisa bought some apartments, and I thought she was out of her mind because mm. they weren't FHA approved. But that was their strength. Yeah. I said, well, "This is not a FHA approved." She goes, "Well, Jim, professionals know that that's opportunity. Amateurs are scared." That's interesting. So real estate was a question, yeah. you know, Lisa, we have that in common and Jim, I'm just curious. So both of you, we have in front of us now a very um, testing, trying, difficult time because there's not a lot of real estate inventory for sale. We have people in homes that are at, you know, 3% subs some sub 3% interest rate mm -hmm. at, at a price when they bought, which was inflated. Right? right, so now they Correct. have lost equity, and they're boxed in. Right, they're boxed into their home because they can't sell it, and then there's nothing to buy. Um, so, where do you think the bottom is? Because people ask me this, and I've already put my opinion out there, not necessarily in a podcast. But where do you think the bottom is? Like, where are we headed, and what do we have to buckle our chin straps up for? I think the bottom is by the fall of 2023. Mm. Wow. Fall. Yeah. Oh, okay. Yeah, it's That's very fast. Close. Um, wow. All the numbers, the inflation numbers mm -hmm. are starting to change. Mm -hmm. The mm -hmm. cost of goods is starting to change. Yeah. Interest yeah. rates are going down. Yeah. And I think the pent-up demand for property is kind of going to unleash itself the second there's a good bit of news. And okay. Yeah. I okay. Think so, it's soon. so stay with that a second. Okay. So, well. just to quantify for those who are interested, you said the fall, and listings in your hometown mm -hmm. are lower. We know they are. In my yeah. hometown of fifty thousand people, twenty-two square miles, there's probably thirty, thirty-five. That's incredible. Okay. There's pending, which make the number look a little higher. But yeah. as soon as they all close, it's 30, 35 yeah. listings. It's, it's scary, percentage. right? That's scary. I talked to, uh, I have another uh, second home down uh, down the shore area, and normal, this time of year, listings are 1,100 to 1,200. 
Yeah. Okay. So that being said. So what town are you in down the shore? Well, down the shore, it's, o- it's Ocean City, New Jersey. Okay. Okay. And here. So uh, down the shore. Say in Philadelphia, yeah. we say down shore. Down yeah. shore. <laughs> right? Right, right. Yeah. All right. So, um, so that's a real number. Uh, I'm, a, I'm an optimist. I'm eternally optimistic yeah. about everything. But um, you said the fall, 2023, and yeah. that means we haven't seen anything yet, if I'm hearing that, right? Is that pretty much the case? But I don't think it's going to be a crash landing. I no, think just, prices have come down yeah. a little bit. Mm-hmm. People are waiting a little yeah. longer to sell. Yeah. People are, you know, tiptoeing into the market mm-hmm. and they're mm-hmm. buying because they have to buy mm-hmm. and they're getting some concessions sure. on pricing. But, sure. Um, yeah. 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 But it's funny. I, I mean, I fall from the stock perspective. Yeah. Yeah. And the home building companies, and by the way, I mean, as we know, these are no longer our father's home building companies. These are. You know, great companies like Lenar and Toll and uh, Dr. Horton and mm-hmm. Pulte Homes. These are mm-hmm. really good companies, mm-hmm. really well run. Yep. They're not overleased. Sure. Their balance sheets are fabulous. KB Homes balance sheet they just they poured recently. The balance sheet's gorgeous. Buying back stock, but the the thing that uh, where they're being hurt is that a lot of them moved into the hot hot cities. So you know, when you're in in Memphis, you're in North Carolina, you're in parts of Florida. Uh, even back again with the Imperial Valley, they did it again. Uh, Austin, mm. overbuilt. And they're giving big, big concessions. I mean, Rebe- big yeah, concessions. Sure. 500000 to sell for four hundred. Way long inventory. But then there's these other parts of the country that are still under, like you just mentioned, mm-hmm. in, in Wayne. They're, yeah. there's, they're so underserved. Mm-hmm. that. But there's environmental rules, whatever. But sure. right now, we got two markets. we got these markets that are just doing nothing. They're frozen, like you described. And then there's these markets where the price cutting like hell because they overbuilt because they heard that there was no end to how many people want to live in Memphis. Yep. No end in yep. Nashville. Sure. But you no know, that'll, sure. that, that will end too. Sure. Oh, and giving it oh, yeah. Is yeah. I just bought a place in Asbury for rent. Oh, yeah. Yeah, yeah she did some an investment, good investment. You know, it was the time and, you know, luckily I bought it before rates went up and I've just been Fixing it up, getting it ready. But you'll for, be okay. That yeah. rental passive right. income's fine. That's a sweet spot. Absolutely. There's nothing wrong. That's, exactly that's right. where that's where the opportunity is if you have the courage. But I don't to, to buy passive it. income if it's not a market that will then sell. Okay, sure, understood. So yeah, so Jim, when do you think the bottom is? Give me a give us. Well, Lisa I think says that, fall. that the Fed has been very transparent to say that they want rates. Uh, high uh-huh. longer than people think. Sure, yeah. And uh, I think that what they really want to do is stop wages from going higher. And the only way to do that, sadly, is to have a lot of companies go under because wow. there's a big labor shortage. And the only way to make it so there's not a shortage is to make it so there are fewer companies. So when you have Chipotle saying, "Listen, we need fifteen thousand people," and I spoke to Chipotle about it, I said, "Oh my God, there's not fifteen thousand people to even be hired out there." Well, you need another chain to go under, where you need to see restaurants and uh, people from retail mm. go under. You need Best Buy. I mean, then I have to like Best Buy, or you need a Target. You need whatever to say we're not hiring. Isn't Bed Bath and Beyond? Bed well, Bath and Beyond. Yeah, they're, they're done. done, right? But you need these other ones yeah. where it's like, listen, we're going to lay off people, mm-hmm. and it hasn't happened. So I think, therefore, we're a little early. Okay. I, I think that the fall, a little too optimistic. Doesn't mean that the stock market won't anticipate everything, because the stock market anticipates. But one of these major retailers besides, <laughs> what? 
Oh, well, oh, yeah. here we go. Yeah, another bet. Eagles thing. Oh. <laughs> another but, bet. But look, I, I am very optimistic <laughs> about the stock market. We're in yeah. a bull market. Yeah. But the bull market usually proceeds by about nine months. Okay. So, okay. Uh, and, you know, so I think nine months will be a turn. But that doesn't mean nine months is great. You know, you, you're so nine able, months is a turn, but it's not a bottom. Well, you, you, you could. It, it's a level where you may have to take. Okay. So, so uh, but are we, are we, well, but we all agree that from where we are today, it is a slower, softer descent. It is, there's no yeah. upward. Back. This but is no only. Yeah. Okay. People, and that's, that's the point. That's, like, that's, there are I agree. People trying yeah. to compare it to 2008. Can't do it. That's I don't think you can. Can't do it. Can't do it. We had, a, we had a conversation the other day because uh, I was with Wells Fargo for 23 years and I was great. there in 2008 and I was with the best of the best and I understand what TARP money was. I understood right. a lot of things I never signed up for and we had a conversation with who was then my national sales manager and 2008 was completely different. Exactly. That was like ripcord. You better find something else to do for a living. I know. Right. No. Right? Wells Fargo is my... <laughs> Right. I run a chapel trust and I write a newsletter with it, um, which my, I run an investing club. Mm-hmm. And Wells is my second largest position mm-hmm. because the Wells Fargo that is the Wells Fargo now has the cleanest balance sheet of any mm-hmm. bank. They have they didn't do anything crazy now. They've done nothing that is that we couldn't all understand in this room. Mm-hmm. And I think that's important. Mm-hmm. Uh, this guy Charlie Scharf, I've mentioned him, but we he ran Visa. He's very tough, and he the regulators recognize that he has to do what they did in that stock. Five years ago was substantially higher than it is now, so I I happen to like the banks, but I really like Wells because they're the responsible bank. Cool, I you know, and I grew up in that culture, and we talked about this with Greg. Um, I was proud of that because they were Absolutely. always, although the narrative with the consumer was different, and right. there was things that went on in the banking world versus the mortgage world, two separate business lines, right. entities, those that understand understand, but they were always very in front of cutting back, pulling back, and saying, nope, can't do it, won't do it. Right. And that narrative never plays out all, always. Uh, but it was okay, knowing as a shareholder, because um, one of my best stories of 2008, he heard this, and those who listen to the other podcasts are going to hear this. Um, we, were at th- we were at 35, 36, and it started to go down, and then down, and down. and went down to $8, $6. And on the way down, I was still buying automatic payroll stock and i realized it like you blink it went from 30 something to eight i'm like oh my gosh i'm still buying stock i said to my friend i said what do you think he goes if it's a good buy at 35 it's a steal at eight keep buying and i'm like okay and (laughs) And we did that and that turned out to be a good move wells is appreciably cheaper than any other bank in the country yeah and one of the reasons that is is because people think that somehow what it did wrong, or what mm-hmm. the CEOs, what yeah. the previous people did wrong, Understood. is still with them. But there's, mm-hmm. uh, there were 13 consent decree problems with when Charlie came in a couple years ago. There's, there's nine, but they just settled the Consumer Finance Protection Bureau. Mm-hmm. That was a bad one. So that's yeah. why I think, look out. Yeah. yeah. Look out. That stock is going nice. to have a run. Yeah. I'm looking for it to go to 62. Mm. And uh, no matter what we said about real estate, this bank is ready because okay. it has no. Well, that's and good to know. Rules. My my friends uh, yeah. over there will be uh, reassured to hear that. I like so a clean cool. balance sheet. Mm-hmm. It's the cleanest of all. Of all right. Every one of them. Even small. Even, yeah. the, even the small community banks got a better balance sheet. Yeah. So Wells Fargo is a buy, buy, buy? Oh, but it's, it's, the, it's the 
time size ranch buy. Wow. Write that down. Next to the Johnny Drinks smoking <laughs> cocktail kit. Let's, hey, let's, by let's the not way, forget that. that. that the ambassador that kit as a gift to show people yeah. Yeah. responsible yeah. that there is still there is something that's craft away from the craft bottle. Yeah. Right? It's a great gift. I mean, we always think about what do you give people? Yeah. They don't have anything. Yeah. And typically what happens is you know, other than the cardiac thing, you know. <laughs> no, that's sure. What? Well, I'm saying you could go and get it. Yeah, you can go deep dive. A Jeff, a Jeff. Sure. But, I know what he means. He's just uh, dropping, name dropping right now. No, I'm saying that when I saw that, I said, you know what? I got a half dozen friends if I got that from them. They would say, Kramer's that's like, worse. he's like a thinking guy. Oh, wow. He could have awesome. bought me a bottle of, you know, whatever. Yeah. And yeah. He said, no. So, he bought so, me something that I can use at home. Do you know what? So, so I just went to Phil's 50th birthday. And it's like, the, anytime you go to a birthday, it's like, oh, what do I get? Oh, I'll bring a bottle of wine. Yeah. I'll bring a bottle of mezcal. I'll bring a, yeah. You bring a bottle, bring a bottle. And I'm like, well, I don't want to bring a bottle. I want to do something different. And this, my kit wasn't ready. And I'm like, what am I going to do? I go and buy a bottle. <laughs> so, so now I buy a bottle. I bought this beautiful, big thing presentation-wise. And I don't even, it's a, it was a panther. It was a gold panther. It was tequila in it. I don't even know what kind of tequila it was. But point is... I go there, bring it. He's got 50 other bottles. I know, that's and the I'm like, problem. God. Right, so anyway. And not that they are that, great. I mean, no, no, right. I mean, Everyone needs to stop. It won't go bad. Liquor right. never it goes does, bad. Oh, that's yeah. Great. Yeah. We know that. But still, at the end of the day, something different. So we're going to have to do a partnership. Maybe we'll put well, our I, smoking no, I, kit. I just want to help it's, you. It's, it's, it like might it. be married. It might be a good marriage we'll bundle, here. I like yeah, it. We'll bundle it up, yeah. Well, because I like things that are creative. Now, I mean, it's interesting. I've been thinking a lot about alcohol in my age. And how much you can and can't drink, and how much I drank during the pandemic, and I drank too much. And it's funny because you're never supposed to say, "Well, I drank too much," but I just well, said, there's nothing else to do. I there was nothing much. else to do, right? And I was right. sitting around, and what would happen is, is that you would say, "Like, oh my God, I can't have anybody over. I'll have a cocktail, and or I'll have you know, pour a mm-hmm. nice shot." Mm-hmm. And then what happens? Like, wow. That was good buzz. Mm. And then, like you know, hey, I need another shot. <laughs> no, no, it's okay. I want to speak. For, I want to speak candidly. This to is people. the page you could do it on. I this is Johnny Drinks. This is the page. People need to know that that what I learned was you got to make it a little more special than I made. <laughs> I made it commodity by coming home and having a cocktail. No, it's like special, like yeah. the drink you made. See, like yeah. that. You don't come home and you do that. You know? Yeah, it's special. Yeah, and I ruined the special nature of it by coming home and having a cocktail, you know, yeah, tossing yeah. the cocktail back, like my parents did. My father used to come home, mm. and he had the wild turkey, highball, highball, lowball, whatever. Wild oh yeah, okay, sure. And he was like, it was a bad day. <laughs> it was boom, yeah, boom, and it was a good day. Like, uh-huh. I don't want to have that. I don't have like the bad day. Damn, <laughs> bam. It's okay to tell the way it really is. <laughs> Thank you. I think you're uh, that's good stuff. Tad. That's good. You have to be. It's special. Uh, it's all good. And if I had He's the kid, all good. See, I don't think if I had the kid. We're going to get you one. Well, as I would not we come get, home every that's night. That's a prototype. Like, bum, 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 yeah. like, hey, let me just no, like, you're make the do greatest. No, you're going to do it. You're going to do a TikTok. You never did a TikTok before. No. no. All right, See, so we're going we to get you to do a TikTok. Charlotte Detweiler. Oh, my God. Because she is. All right, so we'll get Charlotte. She is the cocktail We're going to teach her and we're going to connect the dots. Oh, my God. You need to, by the way. You don't have okay. We're going to talk about the TikTok, the, the 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 other extensions of this that he knows really well that I've learned. Oh, right. At my age, I'm so proficient. When I talk to people my age, they're like, "How do you know so much?" Well, I have a no, you're, I have you're a legit. son. You're, I have my you're son. masterful. 
Well, at this Maestro. point, I just know, you know, what, you know what, it's like anything else. You need to know this much more than someone else, and all of a sudden you're an expert. So I, I'll say I know this much more about social media than people my age, mm-hmm. and that, that's, that's, that works. Um, but we're going to get that connection for you, and we're going to do the kit, and we're going to do a little TikTok, and you're going to do, you're going to do smoke a glass on a TikTok. It'll be fun. And we're going to put it on in our page, too. Well, I think it's fun. artistry. We were it's all good. the other day. Roots did a really fantastic... Uh, drink with your mezcal. Good. Yeah, it's great. great. Good. Uh, I love the canvas of it, of what we bring. But I also just think that you've done a remarkable job. Yeah. And you've beautiful. done a remarkable You've created beautiful. something. Yep. And, you know, I remember when I first met Gary V, and everybody knows Gary V now. And he wanted me to come on because he was a Jet fan. I'm an Eagles fan. And I said, you know what? You may have something here. I think, I think you got something here. Like maybe you got like wine futures. He said, yeah, so like wine futures. And I said, look, I don't. I don't understand that world. It's your world, but mm. I I, li- I read your book, and he gave me the hundred best wi- wines under a certain price, and it, it would have worked out. And, yeah, yeah. You know, I like learning. Mm. When were you on a show? Oh, Jesus! Was, I was like his first year. Oh, like be- oh, like before he really yeah. Started out. Well, because I'm we live down the block from him. Really? Oh, yeah, same town. Dude. Yeah. Well, he's in you know, Short oh. Hills, but yeah. it's right on Morris Avenue. Yeah, sure. So if you're gonna make a right in our place, I can walk to his place in. Oh, minutes. cool. I didn't know yeah. that. Cool. And that's it's a better great to drive, though. Yeah, it is better to drive. Yeah. So you were one of his first guests, and yeah. what, you, you already knew he was going to be something special? I just had a feel. Hmm. I just liked him. Well, I like him now. I yeah. did a show with him probably two years ago, maybe a year ago. Hmm. And I just like him because he feels like us. Well, your he's, instincts he's are very lucky. right? Yeah. He always talks about how lucky he is. Hmm. We're all very lucky. Sure. It, though, except for the people who are really smart and knew everything. Who we despise because they really think right, that they do know right. something. I like Gary. Gary was an amateur. That's what he told me. He said, I'm an amateur. I said, I'm an amateur. Yeah. He said, How about, and he said, I remember saying, How about all those professionals? I said, They suck. Said, yeah, they suck. <laughs> Good amateurs. stuff. That's what so, You're not exactly an amateur. No, but it's a beautiful thing to be an amateur who's a fan. Shopping for humans is hard. Shopping for your dog is easy, thanks to Bark. Every month, we deliver toys and treats just for your dog. They deserve to be spoiled anyway. At Bark, we send your dog a whole new collection of toys and treats made just for them every single month. Whether it's our fun plush toys from BarkBox or our ultra-tough toys from Super Chewer, we give your dog exactly what they want. For a limited time, we'll double your first box for free. To get your free upgrade, go to BarkBox.com iHeart. Had enough of those supplements that leave you feeling nothing? Symbionica is your solution to great-tasting, all-natural supplements that actually work. Crafted with premium plant-based ingredients, their products have no seed oils, fillers, or toxins. Try them out and actually feel the difference today. Visit Symbionica.com and use code IHEART for 15% off plus free shipping on your subscription order. Again, that's 15% off plus free shipping on your subscription order. Go to Symbionica.com. C-Y-M-B-I-O. T-I-K-A dot com. With every CBD product claiming to do something different, it's nearly impossible to decide what's best for you. Lazarus Naturals pioneered the farm-to-front-door model of transparency where they handle each step of the production process to ensure quality, potency, and consistency. Scannable labels allow you to see the test results of your hemp batch so you can be confident in the safety and quality. Visit LazarusNaturals.com today. Lazarus Naturals. It's not about being the best in the world. It's about doing what's best for the world. Not available in Idaho, Iowa, or South Dakota. Did you know that most salads travel over 2,000 miles to reach your plate? But not with 80 Acres Farms. Their crisp salad greens and herbs are food less traveled. 
going from farm to store in days, not weeks. They stay fresher for longer in your fridge. My salad lasts all week long, which means less food waste and easy meal planning. Oh, and did I mention there's no need to wash these greens? Because 80 Acres Farms uses zero pesticides. Visit 80acresfarms.com to learn more and find their salads and salad kits at your local Harris Teeter. I'm a fan of what he does. Uh, yes, okay. I'm a I fan. get that. All right. I'm an amateur who likes to oh. learn. Well, let's talk about that. I mean, Agreed. so I'm curious because I know you talked about Goldman prior or after sure. college. What does your journey look like? I guess from high school, college, and then post. Well, you know, I, I was a knockabout. I was the, I was I loved journalism, and I was the editor of the Harvard Crimson, and somehow I thought that was going to translate into like you know Woodward and Bernstein or something at that point Watergate. But I was very uncouth, very. Uh, I was a scholarship kid, and I would say I didn't know how to handle myself in a. I guess my father would have said dignified way. I mean, I was honest and hardworking, but I, you know, I just, I was rough. Okay. And I lived next door to the house where Ted Bundy killed those girls. Right. And next thing I know, I'm a homicide reporter. And next thing I know, I'm a homicide reporter in LA because people like my coverage and I want a bunch of awards. And I'm covering everybody horribly, died violently. And then I get broken into, then I'm living in my car and I'm Mm. just doing crazy stuff. That I can't believe it was me. I still cannot believe it was me. The guy was sitting here, but it was me. And uh, I managed to, I got very sick and my sister took me in. Uh, and then what, you know, then I got I got my act together. She laid a cleaner life and uh, went to Harvard Law and then went to, got, went, got recruited by Goldman uh, for trading, sales and trading. Then I set up a hedge fund and then decided to retire because it was really too harsh and I did well. How old were you when you retired from the hedge fund? I was 45. Wow, okay. And then I went on to TV and did I'd done some TV sporadically, but I liked TV and I did radio and then TV and uh, I Hmm. was married earlier to Karen. Happy birthday, Karen. And uh, and, we have two great kids. (laughs) She's got two great kids and we have a blended family. We do our best. Is knowing as you taught me the day I met you, mm. no one ever gets married to get divorced. Absolutely, right? But it say the truth. Pain in the ass. Happens say the and truth. you just try to make the most of life, yeah. and sometimes life gives you a tougher hand. Mm-hmm. Right. That's it. Roll with it. Great. So you, forty-five, you retire. You say to yourself, you want to be on TV. What does that look like for you? How did you get into TV? Oh well, you know it's funny. I, there was a, a late, late great guy named Mark Haynes. He was Philadelphia guy who had a TV show called Squawk Box, which was from six to nine. Mm. And I would was running my hedge fund and, and I would listen to him and I would scream at the TV <laughs> saying, you know, this, you know that, you know this, and that. And then one day they put up his email. So I sent him these emails and it was like, Scaling you know, I'm like, I'm following you and like you're rowing drilling. I mean, like, do you really, uh, do you even know the price earnings multiple rowing drilling? And then I said like, you know, and then I said like, I can't believe you like the banks. You don't understand what's happening in the country. You like the banks. And then I get this email from him and it says, okay, big shot. You're thinking you're so great. Why don't wow. you come on and sit next to me? Wow. Come on. I said, no, I can't. I'm, I'm, <laughs> I'm afraid. I weigh 210 pounds <laughs> and I'm bald. <laughs> And I'm short, and I'm not going on the show. I weigh 40 pounds less now, and I'm, I have a lot more hair. Sure. And you do not. No, I know. But anyway, he said, no, you could. No, you challenged me, and you got to come on. 
And I said, well, I can't. It's just too embarrassing. He said, you've got to come wow. on. So I came on. He challenges. Wow. And I go on and he goes, you're about to meet someone who is completely insane. But insane in a good way. <laughs> I like to introduce you to Jim Kramer. Jim, what are you thinking? I said, what am I thinking right here? I don't know. I mean, I'm thinking right now this is time to buy Intel. I would sell AMD. And I would get into Wells Fargo. Well, what else? I said, okay, well, I also like the drug stocks here. I'm you know, Look, there's a drug. Pfizer is this drug that is actually for, it's, it's called Viagra. You probably don't know. It's probably going to be like $6 billion. I'm telling you, this is the one to buy. I picked Merck. I bit, and he wow. goes, just one second. What the? Yeah. What are you talking about? I said, all right, maybe I should back up a little. I, <laughs> and I, slow down. I wow. love stocks. Wow. And this is what I do. So I eat them for breakfast, lunch, and dinner. And I love them, and I'm delighted to be here. Huh. And I came on here because you were kind enough to not think of me as belligerent, but to think of me as someone who's kindred. And I'm honored to be here. And I th I've... My father and I talk about you endlessly, Mark, mm. and how much you brought people into this, and how honest you are and your integrity. And I can't believe I'm just like trying not to cry. Mm. I can't believe I said, "Pop, I'm on Mark Haynes. Oh I'm on Mark Haynes' show, Pop. Oh, I'm Mark Haynes' show." And wow. he like, laughed after, and he goes, "Oh my God, you're like a real guy." I said, "Look, I just, I can't believe I'm on this show." And then the producer came out and he said, "Wow." That was different. I said, it was the most unprofessional. He goes, hmm. no, but that was, that's, that's right. Wanted. It that's was totally unprofessional. That's what, that's what was required was totally at the time. Yep. You set the tone for something and new. That's kind of what That's happened. awesome. And then that's how my career started was being, wow. I was on there and Mark Haynes said, look, I, it, we went to commercial. He goes, can you stay like this? I said, like what? He goes, like the way you are. I said, I don't know. I don't know another way to be. And he said, well, you're like the most natural TV. I said, I'm the least natural TV. He goes, no, that's the whole point. You are the least natural person in a medium where everybody's a pro and they all try to look as dignified. Yeah. And you come on and you're just like shot out of a can. And you're not thinking yeah. a thing about other than like how you can get your point across. And then that evolved into squawk and on And then the I street. got, yeah, then even they made me, first the time they made me a regular. So come on Wednesdays. So he did Cudlow and Kramer first. And then they gave me Cudlow and Kramer. And Larry's a terrific guy. He works at Fox. Wow. And we did politics. Mm. I hate politics. Mm. Like, you can ask me any about politics, I'll tell you the same thing. I, I don't know anything about it. Mm. <laughs> Might as well stay out of it anyway, right? Right. It's all right. Yeah. Well, this was great. Johnny, what, what do you think? I mean, you've uh, been very quiet and listening and you know, processing. I know that. But, oh, oh, uh, yeah, just, just a lot of listening. I mean, there is one thing that I, I had to ask. I was watching sure. the show... It's called Eat the Rich the other day, and oh yeah, there was this man talking about this GameStop stock. Oh god, and oh. he was going crazy about how it's a bad buy. And, and long story short, I, I want to just get your insight on from the other side of things, right? How sure. you because I'm assuming you never expected any of this to blow up. No, I mean, like I it was did and, when GameStop had this historic run, I had to have an operation in my back, I was kind of out of it for a couple of days, and then. I saw the stock went from like 100 to 400, and I said to him. <laughs> right, oh, wait, Jim, 100 to 400. 400. That's no, a little no, bit no, odd. Was. Yeah. He, he was out yeah. three days. Three days. Is, went from 100 to 400. Oh. So I called um, my producer, Todd, and I said, Todd, put me through. He said, no, Jim, you're like in the, the catheter in the hospital. I said, I don't want a camera. I just put me through. <laughs> so I, I, got, I, said, I, I said, Carl, Davis, Jim, let me, just get, let me just rip up this catheter. 
damn. Okay. Now, now that that's gone, I want to say everyone has to sell GameStop. Anyone who has GameStop must sell it. It's a trading at 400 now. That is ridiculous. I have nothing against them. I knew the previous CEO, Paul Raines, a great guy. Mm. Um, people are downloading videos. They're not buying hardware that much. Um, but you got to sell it. You got to sell it. And all I got to say is I got to go, you know, I'm, I'm not on any drugs right now. I'm just in a house of pain. <laughs> but this thing has to go. And then my life changed overnight in that I thought I had done a good thing. The stock plummeted down 300 points. But she knows, Lisa knows, I used mm-hmm. to look at my Twitter feed every day. Mm-hmm. like to send hearts to people, sure. nice things, sure. put pictures of the dogs up. <laughs> and it started. It started. It started. The threats started. The, the hatred started. The, to the point where, like, fast forward to this last summer when we were with the CEO of Twitter, previous mm-hmm. to Musk, mm-hmm. and he said, I am, this is now two years after this, I am in the top ten most hated people on Twitter. You yeah. are. Yeah. Yes. Yeah. So I just wow. deleted his whole feed. Mention. So I stopped reading my mentions column. Yeah. I just yeah. I just got rid of it. I, and I said to him, I said, my top ten, I mean like I mean am I like like <laughs> eight, nine, eight, <laughs> and he goes MSD, which is mid single digit. Oh my god. I'm MSD top ten. And I'm Who like won? Putin. He's like, ah. <laughs> and I was like, Oh my god, Putin. No, Putin fares better than I do because that goddamn GameStop call. Wow. You're more hated than Putin on a on lot Twitter. of days. Oh. On my bad days, I guess. Oh, wow. my God. Wow. No, top yeah. 10 hated. Because I'd gone to them many times to say, listen, is there any way we could clean it up? Is there any way we could stop the mm. hatred? And I was with Ned Siegel, who is the C- former CFO who must fired this Sunday. And he always felt so bad for me because he said, you're so hated. It's painful. We all sit around and we said, why is like the other guys are all like people who are like mass murderers right. and there's Kramer who said sell GameStop <laughs> yeah, that's insane Kramer says sell GameStop and you're <laughs> oh it's but not Lisa's fair but Lisa's used to the, the craziness and train wreck that is oh me. boy but like, you, but like you said I think in the documentary you said it, this is a cult the, these it's people yeah. were, were just a mob no, that, mentality hating mm-hmm. on you for not even knowing who, they didn't no. know who you were I covered the Jim Jones, this was a long time ago. I drank oh, the Kool-Aid. Gosh, yeah, I drank covered the Kool-Aid. that. I did a lot of. I covered. I did a lot of. Wrote a lot of obituaries. There were a lot of people who died, and um, they drank the Kool-Aid, and the Kool-Aid was like the fruit of the poison tree. They didn't have to. Right. Like I had mistakenly thought that once you got them in, and they were looking at GameStop, mm-hmm. maybe they would take a hard look at Eli Lilly. Mm. Wouldn't that be interesting? They bought. Maybe they bought some. Um, you know, Salesforce, yeah. poor Salesforce. Yeah. Had its, but it wasn't a long-term thing. No, it was just, they were in and out. It was but, they, but they still hate me. Yeah. Oh, well, we love you, Jimmy. I, listen, I got well, to know you now, and this is a, a great well, experience to it's have. It's a different form. Yeah, and we're going to do some other things Absolutely. together. I mean, this has been fun. I, I could talk with you. I want to go back and talk history. I love that. I know you're a historian. You're a lot of different things. And Lisa, there's some common threads that run through as well. Um, But we are kind of, you know, we are doing our thing here. and going to leave the audience with some good thoughts. Yeah. That's what it's supposed to be. Yeah. And you've given us a wonderful narrative on a lot of different things. You You know, the the Mezcal is beautiful. We know we checked the box. We conquered that. Mm -hmm. We've learned a little bit more about Jim Cramer and the iconic brand that he has built and and the respect that he has, I believe, earned. 
And so uh, as we kind of leave today, we're going to build and grow forward and do some other things together. I'm going to be on CNBC, probably hitting buttons and stuff while he screams out things to buy. <laughs> um, but <laughs> well, even if you show. let me, Jimmy, if you get me in the studio with, off camera and we'll I can hit some buttons. Come on, just let me touch, let me, just let me touch the backdrop happen. of it, right? It just a little bit. <laughs> the magic. Because I'm telling you, yeah, that was profound. The, the, the oh, impact dang. that you had on a lot of people my generation so well uh, my guys so thank cool you. great talking with you guys thank you very much thank for having nice. love love having good, good stuff thank you all thank right you. cheers thank you. guys thank you. all right cheers. no one likes to talk about money am i saving enough can i buy a house am i paying too much in taxes will i be able to retire what if you could unlock insights about your finances in less than five minutes with a clear picture of where you stand today and where your money can work harder now you can. Visit facet.com to take the free quiz and get your financial wellness score today. That's F-A-C-E-T.com. This ad is sponsored by Facet. Facet Wealth Incorporated is an SEC-registered investment advisor. This is not an offer to buy or sell securities, nor is it investment, legal, or tax advice. With every CBD product claiming to do something different, it's nearly impossible to decide what's best for you. Lazarus Naturals pioneered the farm-to-front-door model of transparency, where they handle each step of the production process to ensure quality, potency, and consistency. Scannable labels allow you to see the test results of your hemp batch so you can be confident in the safety and quality. Visit LazarusNaturals.com today. Lazarus Naturals. It's not about being the best in the world. It's about doing what's best for the world. Not available in Idaho, Iowa, or South Dakota. Farm to store in days, not weeks. That's 80 Acres Farms. Did you know most salads travel over 2,000 miles to reach your plate? But not 80 Acres Farms. Their crisp salad greens and herbs are food less traveled. They stay fresher for longer in your fridge. My salad lasts all week long, which means less food waste and easy meal planning. Oh, and did I mention there's zero need to wash these greens? Because 80 Acres Farms uses zero pesticides. Visit 80acresfarms.com to learn more and find their salads and salad kits at your local Harris Teeter. I'm Laura Kelly, Democratic Governor of Kansas. And I'm Mike Farson, Republican Governor of Missouri. We probably don't agree on much. But regardless, we're committed to disagreeing better. Like in 2019, when we came together to end the Kansas City economic border war. As the 2024 election cycle heats up, we hope to speak for the entire country and say, We don't always have to agree, but we can learn to disagree better. A message from the National Governors Association. 